0: Before this episode begins, I'd like to thank Bryson for coming on the show, and thank everyone who's been tuning in. If you'd like to support the podcast in other ways, please share it with anyone you think might enjoy it, and rate it five stars on iTunes. Or if you'd like to become a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash pastime, just like Kevin. Also, be sure to check out King Tamakos on Twitch. He's a variety streamer and good friend to the podcast. Thanks for listening. Here's the episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of the Pastime Thinker podcast. I'm your host, Frederick Piquette, and today my guest is Bryson McBain. How are you, man? I'm doing swell. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Staying healthy, staying safe.
1: I'm. I'm trying to do all those things. <laughs> I, I hope you are too.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, this this must be difficult for you because I know that you're kind of addicted to going to the gym.
1: Uh, well, I would say I was, and then <laughs> uh, I had a few months of uh, forced uh, rehab, or I guess I don't know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you needed rehab from your very clear dependency on going to the gym. Yeah, that's, yeah.
1: So then I uh, got a job moving things. And nice. So now, uh, I uh, lift people's couches and <laughs> uh, fridges and cabinets and go home very sore at the uh, end of the day.
0: So, do you have to wear a mask during all that heavy lifting? Yep. Oh, that. I mean, I'm a huge like mask activist. Like, yeah. I, I think everyone should be wearing masks, but like that still must suck.
1: I went on a uh, I went on a two hour walk today, and I wore my mask the entire time. Like, I yeah. I'm not uh, I'm not fucking around. With, yeah. Uh, with the
0: masks. So. I mean, I probably could wear the masks more. Like, I I definitely always have a mask on me. But I like I only put it on when I go like into businesses or like into establishments and stuff like that. I always like I always have it with me. Like, I work in an office, so like I have to have it on whenever I leave or or enter the office. But For sure. like. As soon as I can take it off, I do.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's exhausting wearing that thing. <laughs> I, I swear it's changing the shape of my nose. Like, oh really? You know, I looked in the mirror and I could see. I think my nose is already just like a bit odd, but like I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe, I, maybe I'm just in my head. Yeah. I mean, with
0: this weather too, you must be getting some pretty hilarious tan lines.
1: Oh yeah. So, <laughs> it's nasty. Big big farmer tan.
0: Big farmer just. What do that even look like? Do you just tell people you ski or something? Just like <laughs>
1: um you know, I just say uh I don't even say anything. I just, <laughs> I, just I just pick up the furniture. That's all. I oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's been a it's been a rough couple months for sure.
1: Yeah. For sure. Oh,
0: but yeah, Um, am uh you been listening to any good music or anything like that lately? Like uh what, what what's since everyone's forced to fucking stay at home like Everyone must be, like, really delving into their personal interests, at least.
1: Yeah, I, um... I mean, I'm always listening, listening to music. Uh, what mm-hmm. have
0: I been listening to
1: recently? Let me pull it up. Um,
0: listening to Biggie. Oh. DC, DC. Shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah, he's coming out with music again, right?
1: Is he? I, I, I was listening to uh, some
0: old ones. Oh, okay. I know he came out with, I think a new song a couple years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he just...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did.
0: Yeah, maybe he's just pulling, like, a B.O.B. and, like, they're just producing now, just, like, not in the game anymore, but, like, still, like, producing other people. What happened to B.O.B.? I don't know. I don't...
1: He seemed awesome. Right. No no disrespect. He just seemed to fall off. And the last thing I I heard about him was was he was freaking out about
0: Aliens. Oh really? I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, I used to be really, really, really into B.O.B. Yeah, and then yeah, he just kind of stopped making music, and then I heard that he was producing all these other up and coming artists, and apparently he's just having more fun producing than making.
1: I mean that makes sense. I mean, yeah, he already he kind of like when he dropped his first album, that was that was huge. Yeah, and the success of that probably was so much at once that I could see him like okay yeah, you know, I'm gonna take a back seat and just help lift these guys up and
0: I mean it's definitely admirable, but you'd think that like when you start blowing up like that you just wanna keep riding that train. Like Yeah. I like mean, it depends who you are, I guess. But... Yeah, like I, I don't know the industry that well or the music industry that well I should say. Um uh, but like you would think that like producing should be like the retirement plan, right? Like I've done all my shit, like cool, now like Time to keep making money, but like, I, I can't deal with this life anymore, so just gonna start helping other people. But he kind of just jumped right into it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I actually haven't heard of any, uh, of any like production that he's done, but uh, I'm, I'm sure it's good. I actually, uh, one time I was at a, uh, what concert was it? He was. He was opening for he was one of the openers for uh i think it was a wiz khalifa concert okay and it was it was Wiz khalifa mac miller uh asap rocky okay and, um, kendrick lamar i think okay uh was are this no i think this might have been the, the year after because i went to two wiz khalifa shows back to back i think like, really
0: year like year. like the exact same shows
1: uh, no, no, not the exact same It It's like back to back. So like, uh, one, like, uh, one summer and then the next summer. Okay. Um, I get the, I get the lineup mixed up, but anyway, B.O.B. was there and I was, I remember me and my buddy, a couple of my buddies were there and we're, we're watching. And then I think we were going to go get, get some beer or something. I, I can't remember, but we were going to leave our seats and we're watching B.O.B. And, uh, I think we were we were looking forward to more Whiz or uh, mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: ASAP or something, and so we're starting to leave, and then we were we so we turn away and we're looking down the aisle, and then like twenty seconds had passed, and then all of a sudden the entire audience turns our direction, <laughs> so like we're like looking at what the entire audience is facing us, and we're like the fuck's going on? So then. I turn around, B.O.B. is <laughs> right, like, like, 10 feet behind me, standing on a chair. Like, I don't know how fast he <laughs> ran, but he somehow, like, I was in, like, you know how it's, like, the 100 section, the 200 section? Yeah. Like, 300 section? I think I was at, like, the f- kind of maybe a few rows back from the very front of the 300 section. Okay. So I, he ran from the stage to the 300 section in like 20 seconds. Somehow.
0: <laughs> to call you out? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> think I, it just made you, him.
1: If he was calling me out, I'm sorry, BLB. I didn't mean <laughs> to upset you. I think you're great. If, uh, if my alien comment hurt you, I didn't mean to hurt you. But
0: just the these fuckers it. turn their back on me.
1: I know you love airplanes. <laughs> I know you love airplanes. We can no, be like them. Be
0: <laughs> we can be like them.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll love B.O.B. Uh, I hope he's doing well.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you've been to a couple concerts. I've only ever been to one. The only uh, people I've ever seen live is Headley.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: and that would have been maybe a year before whatever happened with them happened and they kind of broke up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were doing a show in my hometown. Actually, oddly enough, like that place does not get a lot of traffic of that kind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they were wild. Like it, it kind of made me want to like get into more concerts. I just never really pursued it.
1: Concerts are fun, man. I mean, oh yeah, uh, I, I want to go to one right now. But they're they're a great time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, yeah, Headley. They were just fucking lot. Like they were just lit, man. Like they, they the energy. Like, I don't, I don't know how any, like, traveling artist can just have, be at 110% every night for however long their fucking tour is. Yeah. Like, I know they probably don't because there's way too many stories of what bands do when they're on tour. But, like, if I was in that position, it would literally be, like, sleep, 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 wheel me on stage. (laughs) Like, up, let's fucking do this, get off stage, sleep, 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 sleep.
1: Didn't uh, I think Dave Grohl broke his leg in the middle of a show, and then I think thirty minutes later, uh, he got him, he got them to wheel him out to the middle of the stage, and he got a guitar,
0: and he just he continued playing, and he was oh in a, my god,
1: he was in a wheelchair with a, a caster in his leg.
0: I mean, Dave Grohl is fucking metal. Like I know that, like uh, you know the Foo Fighters, like don't really have that well they do have that that sound to them there but like he was in nirvana first like Mm-mm. like he's he's metal yeah, yeah he's, fucking, he's
1: he's rock and roll metal he's fucking he's he's a legend
0: oh yeah He's, he's awesome well he has like a, a really rare voice if i if i remember correctly he does like his uh, his singing voice i think it's called like compression singing or something like that compression yeah, it's basically, like, he sings from, like, the back of his mouth. Mm. And, like, a, 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 yeah, I've watched, like, a couple of, like, you know, voice trainers and stuff like that. Like, critique, quote-unquote, David Grohl. And, like, apparently in order to, uh, like, acquire his, like, singing voice, like, you either need to be born with it or you need to fucking practice, practice, practice at it.
1: Hmm. He does have a very distinct voice. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I've never heard anybody that, like... I've never listened to anybody else and been like, hey, that guy sounds like Dave Grohl. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: he's always... He seems like the uh, the Keanu Reeves <laughs> of, of music, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, because he's a fucking sweetheart and everything. Like, uh, the fucking... He's also a badass. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I forget which city or whatever. I'm pretty sure this is already super well-known, but, uh, there is these... This town or whatever that really, really wanted a Foo Fighters concert, and like it it just wasn't in the schedule, right? Mm -hmm. So like a hundred of this town's local musicians came together and like performed a huge uh, Foo Fighters tribute, and Dave Grohl saw that and he was like, "No, we're going, we're going there." Yeah.
1: I heard. uh, I heard one time some story of him at a restaurant and. uh, he just he tipped the waiter a thousand dollars. Like he just reached in his pocket. Oh my god! And just pulled out a thousand dollars and was like, he just smiled. The chicken was the, and went, <laughs>
0: the chicken was cooked to perfection. <laughs> cooked for Dave Grohl. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh I got to cook for a celebrity one time. Who? Bo Burnham. Really? Yeah.
1: Did, uh, you know, if he, if he liked what you... What
0: you oh, I, don't, I don't know. I I geeked out on him. Oh. I fucking... Then, oh, this is uh Bo Burnham's order. And I'm like, oh. And I was like, hmm, this one instruction isn't very clear. Better go ask him what this means. And then I kind of, like, came out to, like, talk to him. And then I realized, like, I was being a dork. And I like, kept it very short. I'm like, I shouldn't have done that. And I just oh. kind of, like, hid in the kitchen. Hey. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Sometimes it's hard to uh, to see what you're doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, like despite his appearance on stage, like he himself is very right when he said that, like he's very antisocial, like mm-hmm. when he's out in public.
1: Yeah, I feel like a lot of performers and artists are, in a way, I mean, I don't know, mostly talking out of my ass because <laughs> I never really uh, met any of these people. Yeah, could yeah. imagine. Yeah. I don't think I've ever, i uh, ever ate with anybody famous.
0: I mean, no. I mean, a couple of our professors, technically. True. <laughs> shout I was. Shadow Mark. Yeah, Mark Ingram. I was super happy to see uh, Rick Waugh on the new season of Umbrella Academy.
1: I have to finish the first season because I want to watch the second season so that
0: I can see him. <laughs> uh, oh my god! I lost my mind. Um, for people not knowing what we're talking about uh bryson and i went to uh school for acting and voice acting and our voice actor professor is richard Wah, and he's he's an amazing individual yeah. and like did I wasn't really i was just watching umbrella academy because i already watched the first season when that first came out i love umbrella academy i'm thinking about picking up the comic books mm-hmm. and i just saw the side of his face and i was like no way <laughs> <laughs> and jillian was beside me she's like what I'm like i think that's my professor <laughs> how can you tell i'm like no no no, wait wait tell? i'm like wait 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 and then the camera panned to him and i just paused it i'm like that's fucking rick waugh i was so like
1: fucking rick man oh he he was like i think i think all our teachers were great
0: oh absolutely
1: but, yeah he was he was awesome he was, oh yeah man i miss i miss school
0: yeah yeah. I do too. No, I don't. It's not that I miss school. I just miss, like, the time I had in school. You know, yeah. yeah. Like, like it's one thing. Oh, I can go back to school and relive it all, but it's it's not going to be the same thing. No, cause it's not. Gonna, yeah. It's not going to be the same course. It's not going to be the same classmates. It's not going to be the same situations. It's going to be all new again. It's probably going to be just as enjoyable, but it's probably not going to be the nostalgia that you're hoping for.
1: Yeah, it's going to be something different.
0: Really. Yeah.
1: That was it. Was a once in a lifetime experience yeah we all lived together it was it was was really cool
0: yeah i I really i you know like not not to be that guy but i i think everyone should go to college if if not for like you know the degree and the job and stuff like just for the experience man yeah yeah
1: it uh it's once in a lifetime but i mean for sure man what do you i mean i don't want to turn this to a whole uh covid discussion oh we'll go just, on though i'm just thinking like like what's what's college gonna be like you know in the yeah future? What's a, what are what what are all the things that we thought were gonna be our normal lives what is that? what is that gonna look like, you
0: know? like- i think everything's gonna be irrevocably changed mm-hmm. like the, there's no way there's we're gonna go back to the normal we knew before yeah. like in terms of like crowding and stuff like that like yeah there's gonna be a whole stigma attached to everything now because even 10 years from now covid's long gone we have a vaccine whatever um uh everything's done for like there's still gonna be some people that when <laughs> approaching a crowd they're gonna be thinking like "Nah, no, this is how people fucking die <laughs>
1: <laughs> nobody's gonna want to go to a concert
0: no like th- that's that's gonna be the scary part of like trying to get to some kind of normal
1: Yeah, we were so used to just being in tight proximities with yeah thousands of people
0: well like even like again going back to college like i remember you know a couple of those dance clubs that we went to and those bars that we went to where it was just like jam-packed wall-to-wall people yeah it was like like i just kept thinking like if covid was going around then like i'd be scared to go there like that that would not be the same thing
1: yeah i even i even get scared going to work to be honest because I mean, um, I'm a mover, so yeah. I mean, I uh, I have to to go into people's homes. I have to, you
0: know, move their. That's what I mean too. Is there any kind of like sanitation thing? Like, is there like a level of cleanliness that the homeowner needs to have before you guys are allowed in?
1: Um. Uh, that is, um, it's a fair point. I think (laughs) obviously, obviously there is, but I think uh, there probably could be more uh there probably could be more done to kind of like check the boxes yeah uh, I think we're doing we're doing a good job uh, kind of we are wearing masks using hand sanitizer yeah gloves um, we are letting people know that if they don't have masks we have masks that we can give you
0: yeah yeah um, I mean, the same thing at my office. Like, uh, we have a box of masks at the front. People come in without one. They're like, hey, you need to put one of these on. If you don't have one, we have hand sanitizer at the door. Which kind of sucks, because, like, my hands are getting hella dry.
1: I heard it also, uh, hand sanitizer, um, actually, eventually can damage your hands. Like, not, not, like, obviously damage your hands, but damage, um, your immune system. Yeah, because,
0: uh, it... You know, it doesn't know the good from the bad bacteria. It just kills it all, right?
1: Yeah. So I I wonder if maybe we should have more hand-washing stations.
0: As opposed to hand sanitizer?
1: Yeah, because then maybe we're just killing the immune system and then...
0: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, at at the same time, though, it's not like people are taking baths in this stuff, right? It is just our hands.
1: Well, there's probably some... Hillbillies out there, but, uh, <laughs> who knows. But yeah. Have you ever want
0: know. to feel every cut on your body at the same time? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. No. Um but yeah, it's uh it's scary, man. It's scary being out there.
0: Scary, oh for sure. Uh,
1: like and it's it just feels like everybody's stress levels are either heightened or easily escalated.
0: Yeah, like, well, I mean, you know, I, I'm not that kind of guy in public, but I definitely have friends and family members that are like, oh, this one person didn't pass the fucking line, and, like, I threatened to knock him out because I'm not getting sick, and then there's other yeah. people. But on the flip side, there's other people like, oh, no, it's all fake, man. It's all fake. This isn't real. This isn't Dumbass. real. Wake up, sheeple.
1: Dumbass. <laughs> I hate I hate hearing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sheeple.
0: Yeah, wake up, sheeple. Yeah,
1: it's it's frightening how uh, just how dismissive people can be.
0: Yeah, like like regardless if the figures that are coming out are being enlarged or or you know being inflated in any way, like even if you like uninflate some of those numbers those are still alarming numbers yeah like it's basically like oh things aren't super bad they're just really bad so we don't Mm -hmm. need to be that worried
1: that is yeah that's the stupidest reasoning right (laughs) yeah you gotta i think uh uh, it's such a weird time because then think of all the think of all the high school kids that got cut early My
0: my brother my brother was one of those
1: oh man like,
0: he he still got to graduate, but you know he didn't get the fucking graduation experience that I got, that you got. Yeah, and like I I do I, I feel really bad for him.
1: Yeah, it's frustrating, man. Yeah, it, like I think as a kid, you've always, for a lot of a lot of a lot of people, they would grow up kind of just visualizing that time.
0: Yeah, and I mean
1: to not to not have that.
0: Yeah, like, my, my graduation was an all-day event, you know, we, you know, I went to a Catholic school, so we had the ceremony at a church, and then we went to a banquet hall, and, you know, we we had everybody there, we had a little bit of a dance, we had a cool little slideshow, you know, speeches and stuff like that, and then we all fucked off into the bushes and had a huge fucking bonfire and got, <laughs> and got lit, right, and I know Draven got his, uh, stuff, I think he got it mailed or emailed to him and uh they essentially did a movie drive in theater style graduation.
1: That's kinda cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Yeah, I mean it's better than nothing.
0: Of course. Yeah. Like
1: I mean it's also it's nice to see that people went out of their way to Yeah. To to get that done so that people can actually kinda of feel like they they had a graduation.
0: Yeah but yeah it was just well, it's still though you know no one got to go up on that podium no one got to yeah. you know have the whole photo op moment it's yeah. like no it's just a just a you big hear
1: their family cheering and, yeah like, hear the friends clapping and all that and... yeah man it sucks and yeah it's weird man covid is a very strange time
0: yeah and like yeah so like that's kind of what kind of pissed that i just felt really bad for him in all honesty it's just because this is the year that he was supposed well he did graduate but you know not the way that everyone's always expecting it to happen yeah and you know it's i think i think the 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 part that sucks most about is that it is out of his control yeah like it's not that like oh you don't get a graduation because you weren't doing your work or anything that isn't like no so the universe decided to say fuck you and uh sorry Like, it is what it is. Yeah. 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 I'm just curious to see if they're actually going to start school on time in September.
1: Uh, Man, I don't even think they should, to be honest. (laughs) I really don't think they
0: should. Well, the numbers were going down, and then they lifted a bunch of the restrictions, and now the numbers are going up again.
1: Why are kids (laughs) from fucking grade one to four... they don't have to have a mask on.
0: I think it's just because they're kids. Like they, they don't fucking understand, then, right?
1: Then, then keep them at home.
0: Yeah. <laughs> at home. Like,
1: that is like, I that just seems so stupid.
0: Like only open up to the schools for, or only open up the grades for the students that should have like the mental capacity, mental capacity to like understand the situation, understand that like yeah. this is for the betterment.
1: Because, oh my God! Like that's that's re- I think that's really going to be the, the, the center of the, the boom, like the the new wave.
0: You think it's going to be because of children? Well, with, think, with schools I mean, opening because, up, I
1: mean, schools opening, kids not having masks, yeah, and that's it's just going to start from there. Because you can only kids only listen so much. Yeah. Like, there's, you can't always have a bunch of good apples. No. Know? So there's going to be some some kid who sneezes on another kid and
0: yeah, especially yeah. since it's extra not allowed now. So I got to be a little shit disturber and like, "Oh, what are you going to do?" and yeah.
1: And then kids I think I think kids just have a natural thing in them to kind of go against the rules. <laughs> You know, so, like, uh, it's, and it's just, it's frightening to think about.
0: Well, especially at that age, because, like, not only, like, you know, by, at that age, they're slowly trying to uh, become their own person. So, of course, they're not going to listen to rules that other people are putting on them. It's like, no, like, this is me. Like that, Like, you can't tell me what to do. Yep. And, yeah, I think that's why they're just making it optional for that, for those grades, just because it's probably going to be so much of a headache to make it mandatory for them.
1: I, man, I really, yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do. From the sounds of, from the sounds of what they're gonna do, it doesn't it doesn't seem like a good idea. I don't know why. Yeah. They want to keep doing this. Like, well, I mean, I know why they want to keep doing this, but I don't know why they want to. Why why they want to rush? It just seems so really like unstable. Yeah. It's like there's, for for you to say kids don't have to wear masks i understand like why but like that it, it's
0: ah. yeah like i i understand the reasoning for doing that but it doesn't the reasoning doesn't justify doing it
1: yeah yeah it's you know, it's just uh, it's it's very very cringy <laughs> very cringy
0: oh for sure yeah Yeah, I don't know, like, it's something that I haven't really had to worry about, right, because I'm out of school, I'm out of college, like, I don't, like, I, I'm, I'm very well in control of where I go in terms of, like, crowds and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's not really something I need to think about, but I do have a young niece and nephew who technically should be going back to school, and, you know, my, my nephew is really young, you know, he's only five, so he's gonna be in a, he's gonna be in a class of people who don't mandatory have, mandatorily have to wear masks. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's oh, man. yeah. My my parents said if I was if I was a kid, they would not
0: be sending me to school. Are they making it mandatory? Do you know? I, I haven't really looked much into it. Like for kids to go back to school.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, I I think it's quote unquote mandatory. Maybe. Uh, I'm pretty sure you have the option to say no. Yeah. And even if you don't say no, like. <laughs> like yeah don't I yeah if, if if I had a kid, I would not be sending him to school,
0: That's, yeah, yeah, well, I mean like two three months ago when the numbers were going down down down, it was really looking like oh we should be good by September and they're like, yeah. oh let's let's lift some of the restrictions and it's like
1: so it, the thing is we don't know like what this this virus is fully capable of and like yeah, we we're still getting to know it. Yeah, and who knows if it's gonna have like a a, a mutation of some sort or a, a some sort of evolution? Yeah, who knows? I don't know. I don't want to drive both of us mad with <laughs> conspiracy theories, but it's yeah. I mean, I think we just got to be we got to be really careful. I think the we just got to focus on a, a vaccine.
0: Yeah, which I know a lot of people have been like. I'm pretty sure like, uh, if if this vaccine comes out when it's scheduled to, I think it's gonna break. I, I I read a thing. Apparently, it'll break like the world record for like fastest vaccine ever made and distributed. Yeah, yeah. I hope it works. <laughs> and even that said, I think they said like, well, like a couple like five or six months ago when they were first talking about it, they said it should take uh, like a year and a half to two years before it's ready for distribution and even then it'll be the world record fastest vaccine ever made and distributed
1: yeah i heard uh i saw it wasn't i just saw some uh, headline of canada canada has reserved uh i think a million vaccines or something like that
0: oh for when it's ready yeah yeah, I mean, uh, I'll probably definitely be getting that shot when it comes out.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I've I've gone through this whole thing relatively unscathed. That's good. We had a small uh, a small scare at my office, and uh, besides that, it, it cleared out. Everything was fine. We're like, okay. So like, we're just continuing with the with the precautions, and yeah, hopefully we'll be good to go. as this starts dying down again, hopefully.
1: I think, uh, yeah, and I think also keeping the borders, uh, keeping the borders closed. At least, is, yeah. You, you can't be, the, the, the states are wild, bro. <laughs> They're fucking wild. Oh, All for right. sure. Yeah, so, yeah, I think we'll be okay as long as we don't open those doors.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think for now this would probably be a good time to leave off just to do a small ad break. Yep. So uh we'll be back very shortly. Gotta be. This episode is sponsored by Brotherhood MFG. Brotherhood MFG is a clothing brand centered around cart culture with a fresh style. They've even given me a special discount code to give to you guys. So if you go to teespring.com slash stores slash brotherhood MFG and use discount code PASTIME in all caps, you'll get a thirteen percent discount off the entire store. Alright, and we're back. Did you enjoy that little break there, Bri? Oh it's good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. You... I, need my, I need my separation.
0: Oh, yeah, of course, of course. I mean, we, we can end it now if you want. Like, uh, we yeah, only got.
1: You know, I'm really not enjoying myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, we only got like half an episode in, but uh, yeah, if you're not feeling it.
1: Yeah, no, I just don't like you. <laughs>
0: uh, no, oh, I'm... Wow. I'm joking. Well, <laughs> it's okay. I don't like me either, so. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Man,
1: I, I miss seeing you, man. Miss yeah. You.
0: Miss well. Hanging out. Well, we we literally went from seeing each other five to six times a week to, like, not at all. Yeah. Yeah, That's a thing that going to college will do to you. Especially, like, if and when you you make friends in college. Yeah. You're so used to seeing them every day and then... Yeah. Oof. Like, certain antics and, like, certain, like... The way certain people work together and stuff like that.
1: Yeah.
0: I still remember the first time you and I actually had a conversation.
1: At the at the bus stop, right? Yeah,
0: I was I was asking for directions because like I was so scared of getting lost in Toronto. Oh yeah.
1: yeah,
0: yeah. And like I don't I don't know if like I approached you or if like I just kind of like walked near was, you.
1: you were walking near, and then I think I think I said something, or maybe just did one of those head nods, like one of those yeah, one of those the, guy, uh, head like, yeah, guy head nods, like I know you. Yeah,
0: I know you. I know you. Yeah. That would have been like was would've that been the first day of class or like the second?
1: At least the first week. Yeah. Oh yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was the first week. I don't know if it was the first day. I think it might've been the second day.
0: Oh yeah, no, I a lot of like a lot the majority of the first week of college is like a blur to me. Like Yeah. It was like a lot of new experiences for me, like all coming at once. Like Yeah. Like legitimately like from a small town going to Toronto not knowing anyone, like, I took a year off in between high school and college, so, like, getting used to, like, another, like, a like a school schedule, but not quite, like, a high school schedule, because sometimes the classes started and ended at weird times. Yeah,
1: yeah it was, it was, that was such a bizarre time. I remember going there thinking that I was only gonna go there for the work, like the, <laughs> the, like, the school, like, I would just go there, get the schooling done. Soak up what I need to learn, and then come home, and but then I, man, yeah, just the whole like family energy that was like created there was
0: oh yeah, it
1: was, it was a beautiful thing.
0: And like I I don't know if I'm overhyping our group or not, but I just didn't quite feel that with the other groups.
1: Yeah, no, I uh, I agree. I mean, I mean who knows?
0: But, yeah,
1: uh, I, I I definitely didn't sense. Uh, as much of a uh, uh, a link in arms.
0: You mm-hmm. know
1: what I mean? like, Yeah. They, uh, they, some of them seemed really tight, and then some of them seemed just...
0: Oh, there of- is definitely, like, you, de- you could definitely notice, like, clicks within the other classes. But, sure. like, you know, excluding two or three people, like, pretty much our entire class was super close-knit. Like, a good, like, 12 to 15 of us just always hanging out with each other in class, out of class. Yeah. Uh, some, some, co- like, some combination of those 12 to 15 people at all times. Yeah. And, like, it's just really weird what, like, adding or removing one of those people would change the whole dynamic of that group.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, man. A lot of drama.
0: <laughs> we're, we're theater kids. Yeah. It, it's yeah. super normal.
1: See, so we can't uh, get into the details. Of no, of course not. Yeah, that's yeah. Every,
0: <laughs> family <fights. laughs> Every family fights. Every family fights. I remember going, especially for like acting and stuff like that. Like going to school for that was very humbling for me, because hmm. like things that would have been like something worth bragging about at home was like normal, like. I, I was actually just talking to Jill about this the other day, but like, I remember when we first started covering Shakespeare in our first year yeah. and I was just like, Oh yeah, no, I was one of those freaks in English class that like just picked up on Shakespeare super easy. And then like one by one, everyone else was like, yeah, me too. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah, me too. I'm like, Oh, that's right. Like we're, we're all the same fucking person here. Cause we're all fucking <laughs> exactly. And I was like, dang, like in any other of my circles back home, like that would have been impressive to say, but yeah, no, you're right. Like, We're all here because we're all that person. And I remember that being, like, really humbling.
1: Yeah, they, man, that, ah, man, that whole, that whole course, I think, taught me so much. And I feel like there's so much, I feel like there's so much I've forgotten. (laughs) Like, I feel like there's so much that I'll never forget. Oh, for sure. It's, uh, man, yeah, like, yeah, and it was definitely humbling just going yeah. to
0: that and like Oh and then and then meeting some of the professors and then just being like overwhelmingly humbled. Like yeah. like, oh yeah, like no, like, yeah, if you give me a couple weeks there like I, I can I can memorize this Shakespearean monologue, no problem. I understand what I'm saying, I, I know what it is. And then like to talk to one of the professors that are like, Yeah, I got about six or seven of those in my head at the ready at any given time, just say when And I was like, Fuck. Like I, I can't do that, I don't have that.
1: I wanna like, yeah, just seeing like their uh, their their level Yeah of, of just dedication is amazing. It
0: was like for them e- to be
1: acting, teaching and living, like just having right. like, just, you know, like it's it's it was inspiring.
0: Yeah, it was around. it was as equally inspiring as it was intimidating. Because yeah. like Again, like, we, we all came from the same roots, right? It's like, what would have be, what would have impressed our acting teachers in high school is the bare minimum for our college professors. Yeah. It was like, oh, I, I did that scene. I memorized every word. I, I, I acted it out. I understood what I was saying. I was living in the moment. It's like, <laughs> yeah, cool, you get a B plus. And I was like, fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah, they really make you dig deep.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, if you're not crying, you're not inspiring. Like Oh yeah, it was just like all these like finer notes and stuff like that that just like I never realized were there. Yeah. Like just how much you can dig into particular scenes and stuff like that. And and just like lose yourself in a character.
1: Yeah. I really I really enjoyed watching you uh um fuck what's the character's name? Um I played a couple characters <laughs>
0: during our time.
1: Yes, you did. Uh, oh, Talking about um, Philly? Philly. I loved watching you play Philly.
0: Oh, I almost cried when we finished that. Man. Because, like...
1: That was so oh, fun.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, okay. like out, outside of college, like... There's no way in hell I'm ever going to get that, play that character anytime soon. Yeah. Like, you know, because we're a bunch of college students, right? Like, I'm, I'm playing, like, a fairly old man... Right, mm-hmm. and like I was just like I loved the character so much, and I'm like, outside of college, there's no way anyone ever would ever hire me for this character. Yeah, and I mean, like I, I
1: remember maybe fifteen years from now. Yeah, I I just remember being very
0: distraught about yeah. that. I I really connected with that character. Man. you you killed that character.
1: <laughs> that was it was, was awesome watching you just, and then even like just day to day, like like seeing you explore it and like find new things and. Showing up every week, and like
0: it was fun working with you. I worked with you in a lot of those scenes too. Like, I forget the name of your character as well.
1: Uh, I'm forgetting mine. Uh, (laughs) uh, um,
0: we can't both forget his name.
1: Started with an R.
0: Oh, Randy? No, no, uh, R. Uh, Rolly. Was it Rolly? I think it may have been Rolly. Yeah.
1: Stevie Rolly. Steven yeah. Stevie no, Stevie was my brother or my, no, my no no. Was the uncle? Oh man You were the uncle. You were the uncle. I was the uncle. Uncle Uncle Rolly. Yeah, Uncle Roly,
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that that was just fucking hilarious. Like like you did play that character so well. It's just and especially because of like you're you're bought like you know, you're you're built like a shit brick house. Like <laughs>
1: Thank
0: you. Bro. Like like you're super fucking like you're wide, you're muscular, you're, you're stature, and, like, just to play, like, this comic relief character was just fucking... Like, I think just... I think your body type alone, like, just made it ten times more hilarious.
1: That's awesome. Thank you, man. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah I, I miss playing that character. Yeah. yeah. I miss doing the whole... Uh... So that was... Yeah, I, would, I did the, uh, the opening scene. Yeah. I'm like, uh, looking through the through the window, freaking out, like, oh, find us? <laughs>
0: Oh, so much fun. yeah. No, you you opened it and I closed it. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was. I miss just working on a project like that.
1: Yeah, I miss I miss just working with actors. And just,
0: in person. Yes. On a set. That
1: is what I miss. I miss just just being in a room with a bunch of people saying silly shit, and <laughs> trying to memorize lines scenes and not thinking of keeping six feet and
0: Oh my god. You know? I mean okay, I have a question. Okay. How close to a performance date have you gotten before being fully memorized? Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm pretty well in this. There's been a couple times where, like, I think I have it memorized, but it's due tomorrow, so I need to be doubly sure.
1: Yeah. Like, the, uh, I feel, like, the, um, the short film we did with Conrad. Yeah,
0: that one was difficult for me.
1: That was difficult for me, too. and I feel like I didn't prep enough. Like, I, ne- I never even watched the the short film. Yeah. So just, like, I was, in my head, I was like, I didn't do a good job. It's like, I don't. I don't know. I yeah, mean, I, was, I was being rough on myself, but at the same time, I know that I could have done better. So,
0: with me, it was a lot of the Shakespeare stuff, and it it wasn't that the dialogue per se that I had issues memorizing, but it was like the delivery, because yeah. like every time you reread Shakespeare, you learn something, right? And you go like, oh fuck, I think this is what he means when he's saying that. And then you gotta change the whole performance, that way you can deliver that one line in a certain way to show that you know what you're, like, you know what you're saying. Yeah, That, I would, I, I'd always be okay with the dialogue. It was the delivery that I always had difficulty memorizing.
1: Yeah, I found, uh, I found Mark's guidance on the, like, on just, like, he wouldn't tell you how to say it, but he would tell you, like, this is what this means. Yeah. And he would kind of, like, he would simplify it, I think, at least for me. He he would say it in a way where it just clicks in my head, and then I go, oh, okay, so you want it like that. And then... Yeah. It, that, that helped a lot.
0: Mark was particularly good at pushing us.
1: Yeah, he was great. One of my favorite teachers, favorite people. I, I, I... Yeah.
0: Yeah for sure, for sure, like, uh, I, 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 playfully, I know I got into a couple of arguments with him, because I think he wanted a certain thing out of me for, for certain characters and stuff like that, and I was just like, no, I, I don't think, like, that's not how I want to deliver it, Mark, this is my understanding of it, and he's like, are you sure this is your understanding of it, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure, and then, like, I just, like, over-explained why I think this is what, like, certain lines and stuff meant, and he was like, all right, man, you do you then. Like, uh, if you play it convincing, convincingly, then you're, you're good to go, but uh, sure. Man. And then I do
1: like watching Mark, you just learn so much. Even, like, him not acting, just him
0: Yeah. being
1: a teacher. Like, seeing him have to, like... Because he would have to, like, he would have to get in... Like, he would have to get in your business at times. Like, he would... Mm-hmm. Just, he would go to a... He would... Push you to a very personal place. Oh yeah, he would know he's pushed you there, but at the same time, he knows like. Oh yeah. Now, now I have to know when to ease up. When like to, you know it was.
0: Yeah, he's only ever really done that with me one time, mm-hmm. and it was when I did the uh, Django monologue, the Leonardo DiCaprio Django monologue. Oh yeah. And he made me do it like five times. Yeah. And he just kept going. Do it angrier. Do it angrier. Yeah. Get more angry.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's... Yeah, that, 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 was, that was... That was intense.
0: Well, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't quite remember actually doing my final delivery on it. I think I may have blacked out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I, I, I remember the last one being... I, I remember feeling it.
0: Oh, I, yeah. I just, I remember starting the monologue, and then I I remember finishing the monologue, and, like, I, I may have had some, like, dribble on my chin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, I was like, oh, what? And I just, like, yeah. felt, like, this energy, just, like, fucking, I just felt, I felt going from 100 back to zero. I'm like, what the fuck just happened?
1: Yeah. Man. Yeah. Like that, yeah, that was intense. And then, oh, yeah. Just, and then, I think we weren't you, had to, did, you, you didn't have to, did you have to say it to Brandon?
0: No, uh, I had to say it to Hans Keegan.
1: Hans, oh, okay. Somebody had to do a... Oh, no, no, okay, I know. Never mind. <laughs> so many memories that like... They oh, they,
0: they just get blended.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh, wait, no, that memory's this memory is this memory. Yeah. I got to take an alpha brain or something.
0: <laughs> Shout oh. out to Joe Rogan. Shut, oh my god oh, take a little sip of water yeah no it was just uh I learned so much more than I thought I would ever like like well again because we don't know like it's at least going into it we didn't know what college was going to be like especially like an acting program like i just expect i just expected like oh it's just like high school drama class but just all day nope <laughs> Oh, for sure. Age.
1: Yeah, and like, like... It was... Yeah, that was... It was intense at times.
0: Yeah. I just want to be able to, like, use those skills that I've learned there to, like, pursue other projects. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, after being outside, like, after finishing the program and being out there, like... I kind of want to focus more on creating stuff than, than than performing myself now.
1: Yeah.
0: And like, you know, I got a couple of projects on the go now and like I'm I'm hoping to start one of them particularly soon. Uh but but the first one I wanted to get out of the way for sure was this podcast. Mhm. Uh just just enjoying absorbing information talking to people.
1: Yeah. Can you are you can you talk about the other
0: uh yeah. Oh no, I can talk about it. I mean, uh again it's still very much in the works, but I'm uh with a couple of our other classmates from college actually, I'm putting together an E series. An E series? Yeah. What's it, what's an E series? It's it's basically like an audio book but uh podcast oh, okay. format. Okay. Yeah. And that's you know, been working on that for a couple of weeks now.
1: Cool.
0: I'm uh all pastime, all uh, pastime thinker, previous guests as well. Um, uh, it's a project I'm working on with uh, Ryan Caravo and Noah Gibney. Yeah, shout, it's, out the boys. shout out to the boys. Refer back to those episodes. Oh, but yeah, no, it's just uh, I've been. It, it didn't going through that program. It it really increased my appreciation for acting and stuff like that. But it, it really did uh, spark. Um. Uh, the creativity in me like i it made me want to create stuff yeah like it's it's it it's kind of stopped being about like i want to be the one to deliver those amazing lines and more like i want to be the one to to put those words together for someone else to say Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah and i feel like yeah that that program just kind of like blew up the doors yeah it's just like you know what i can Yeah, put towards this. Put towards this. I see that now. I don't really want to be the star. I want to be the creator. Or, or mm-hmm. It's yeah. I feel like I am kind of on the same wave. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna make my own stuff. I I do want to act still, but like, mm-hmm. it's. Uh, I think it's it comes with time. Comes with uh, opportunity. Yeah. It comes with patience, too, man. Patience, being uh, just being ready for the, the right moment. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, I mean, I've, uh, I've joined an agency, but. Oh, that's great. I was, uh, was going to make a uh, demo reel, a new demo reel. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and then COVID happened. <laughs> and then I, uh, so like, I, there was going to be a studio I was going to go to get some help with a a monologue and then Mm -hmm. just kind of brush up on that and then film it in a professional studio have a professional kind
0: of oh yeah because some
1: some guidance like
0: uh, yeah, your own ability to act is one thing but if you can't do it like with proper like visual and audio quality it, it, it can ruin the whole thing yeah and like you know, that's another thing that I've, like, struggled with, you know, with a, with, with the podcast. Because uh, especially doing, like, these interviews and stuff like that through uh, Skype and Discord and whatnot, like, I, I can do the best that I can to make sure that, you know, my microphone is quality and stuff like that. But, like, I have no control over you guys. Like, I've had people um, uh, on the show with with anything between, like, their own high-quality microphones to, like, the earbuds on their earphones. And, like, it definitely requires more and or less editing at the end of it. Mm -hmm. But, uh, like, quality is what matters, right? In in all aspects.
1: Yeah. Quality of quality.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, I know that, like, I know my releasing schedule hasn't been that good. Like, again, like, there's been some months where I release an episode of the podcast, you know, like, every week for, like, two months straight. And then I take a month break because I need to make sure everything's on the up and up.